This is Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate. And this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. The past few weeks have had their share of hate, but it has also revolved around pride. Pride for the LGBTQ plus community and for all of us who treasure the notion of justice and fair treatment for all. Pride Month celebrates how far we have come in achieving that for members of the LGBTQ plus community while recognizing how far we still have to go. As we leave Pride Month, I am pleased to devote this show to the wealth of educational resources that ADL has produced around this issue, which will ensure that throughout the year we continue to make progress, which we will celebrate every June. Joining me on the show today is Ginny Spiegler, ADL's Director of Curriculum and Training. She has created much of this really excellent content. Welcome, Ginny, to From the Frontlines. Thanks, Scott. I'm so pleased to be here. So, Ginny, when I look at what you put out there, probably the most innovative material are the lesson plans. They, they offer educators a way to lift up issues such as why the Boy Scouts lifted the ban on gay leaders or, or what marriage equality means. And you divide them by age group so the mm-hmm. teachers know if they can use the material in their classroom. Tell us about some of the lesson plans you've created and, and why they're so important. Sure. Um, a lot. So... What we're really trying to do with all of our resources is, you know, talk about the importance of LGBTQ people in history, their achievements, want to focus on literature that that focuses us on the community, and also, as you said, understand the struggles to achieve justice and equity. So uh, we have a variety of lesson plans. What um, I mostly focus on our current events, so things that are happening in the world, in our country, in society. Often they are adjacent to civil rights as well. And then also thinking about people and their identity and how we can stand up and be allies. So, like you said, we have a lesson, and the lesson that I did on marriage equality was for actually upper elementary to middle school, and that was before marriage equality was the law of the land in all 50 states, but it was in a lot of states. Um, We have lessons about hate crimes law because they very much affect LGBTQ people. Um, We have some information about the Stonewall uprising. We have a lesson plan that is more of an evergreen lesson about understanding homophobia and heterosexism, where we see it show up, and how we can be an ally in school, in our community, and in society. And um, I'll just mention one other lesson plan, which is for high school, which is called Why Are States Trying to Ban Transgender Student Athletes? And that's about some of the bills and laws that have been passed in states across the country. Um, And we know that a lot of schools are using this lesson. So um, it's very relevant. It's very current. And it gives them an opportunity to learn and also think about what they can do. Yeah, I mean, sometimes the lesson plans are are kind of evergreen issues, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it is something very current and in the news, like the the issue of banning transgender athletes. So uh, do these lesson plans really resonate well? Yeah, they really do. I hear um, constantly from educators. We also look, of course, at our analytics, and many of these lessons are um, seen and used quite a bit because we hear from teachers 
quite a bit that especially the topic of LGBTQ people and topics are not addressed in the classroom and people are very much looking for this content. Um, in fact, we had a school that used this particular lesson on the state bans um, on, on transgender student athletes. It's very familiar and realistic for them to think about because it affects their fellow students. So this school that um, does no place for a hate, they decided as a school they wanted to use the lesson as a school-wide activity. They, um, it came directly from the students. Several students who are a part of the LGBTQ plus community said that they felt that there was no academic lessons ever shared in the classroom on this topic. So, um, and, and what I heard from the person who did the activity is that the most important part of doing this activity was the number of students who said thank you for sharing a topic about our community and that they felt visible. So that was, you know, very exciting that that helped them with, with feeling visible and feeling like they, they were seen. You know, let, let's take a step back for a second. I mean, ADL is often very associated with fighting anti-Semitism or, or hate in general. But why is this organization creating so many resources re- related to the fight for LGBTQ plus rights? Right. Well, you know, it's very important. We have um, we education has pillars and we look at um, four aspects um, that that kind of feed into the cycle of hate and bias, and that's exploring identity, looking at differences, understanding bias, and then really championing justice. But especially with the LGBTQ plus community, it's it's part of who we are. It's an important way that people identify, and it's also a significant factor in bias, especially in schools. And I could talk a little bit about that, but there are many children in our schools who are LGBTQ who have friends, parents, and family members who are LGBTQ, and their experience should be acknowledged and reflected in the curriculum and in conversations. Um, and and also, as I said, there is you know quite a bit of bias and bullying that takes place in schools around that identity. So um, GLSEN, which is the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, they do as a semi-annual national school climate survey, and they uh, explore the experiences of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender and queer youth in our schools. And just a few things, they found that 59% of LGBTQ students felt unsafe at school because of their sexual orientation, 42% because of their gender expression, and um, that most LGBT students, uh, more than 60%, reported personally experiencing LGBTQ related discriminatory policies or practices at school. And conversely, they reported a positive impact on students and school culture when schools had inclusive curriculum resources, which we were just talking about, um, supportive educators, and school policies that were very clear about harassment and bullying, especially around with LGBTQ students. So that's why it's so critical that um, it's that we talk about it in school. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's squarely in the, uh, within the anti-bias and anti-bullying work that, that ADL does. Absolutely. So uh, in addition to the lesson plans, there's really a wealth of resources that you've put out there, including 
uh, all sorts of things, the use of personal pronouns and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, what that means. Tell us about some of those resources. Yeah, so in addition to lesson plans, and we can tell you at the end how you can find all this. It's all in one collection page. We have something called Table Talks, which are family discussion guides. Um, and so there'll be similar topics about current events in the news around LGBTQ topics, um, around civil rights and how to be an ally. We also have anti-bias tools and resources. So we have something that you just mentioned, let's get it right, using correct pronouns and names. And it's specifically for educators, how they can make their classroom and their interactions with students um, so that they're making them feel safe and they're making them feel included by using their correct pronouns and names. We have another pretty extensive resource that we update regularly called Beyond the Binary, discussing transgender and gender nonconforming identity in K-12 schools, and it's differentiated by age group. So that um, is used quite a bit. And then we have something called Books Matter, which is a general bibliography of children's and young adult literature that focuses on bias, bullying, and social justice. But we have a special, you know, we have categories and LGBTQ people and topics are a category. It includes picture books, chapter books, young adult books with either main characters who are LGBTQ, storylines, um, or about the bias that people are experiencing. So, for example, our book that we highlighted this month um, for LGBT Pride is called Too Bright to See by Kyle Lukoff, and it's our book of the month. It's a chapter book, and it's a really interesting book because it's actually a ghost story, Um, and, you know, a lot of kids love ghost stories, but there's you know, two levels of what's happening. There's this ghost story, and the protagonist is trying to figure out what's happening with the ghost in their house, and the main character is also going through their own self-discovery about being transgender. So it's, you know, it's a great book. It has a great plot, and it has that theme and that um, exploration. And just to say, we have a variety of books. So we've got a picture book about a girl with two dads, and what she's going to do at their Mother's Day celebration at school, which is something a lot of children face. It's a wonderful book. There's another picture book about a transgender boy who's welcoming a new baby to the family and kind of thinking about how they were as a a younger child and what that was like in terms of their identity. Um, There's a few chapter books that we have with main characters who are gay, lesbian, and transgender and their process for understanding their identity and sharing with others. We have a picture book about the origins of the rainbow flag that is also about Harvey Milk, who was the first openly gay elected official in California. So, you know, some of the books are about events in history and most are great fiction box. Okay, um, I, I, I yeah. know uh, we are running out of time very quickly. Sure. I just want to give you a chance to say the website where our listeners can find these great resources very quickly. Sure. Um, you go to www.adl.org backslash LGBTQ resources. Perfect. So with that, I will say thanks, Ginny, not only for being on the show, but for all the extraordinary work you do all year to help the LGBTQ plus community and all of us to live free from fear and hate. Um, Thank you. And for the live audience, stay tuned for more from the front lines on WVOX 1460 AM. And for the podcast audience, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.